Greetings, this is Gary Loper, the master of the Twitterverse, and you're listening to Act Local, Marketing for Small Business. Act Local, local Marketing for Small Business, business. Episode, episode 142. And there's no stopping us right now. I feel so close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, Marketing for Small Business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing, Act Local will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kaylin features a new tip you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. This is episode 142, and I am the boomer gal, Kaylin Amadio. Every week here at Act Local Marketing, I like to share a strategy that I call today's takeaway, and I call it that because it's one action item that you could put in your pocket and walk away with, take it out when you get back to the office, start to implement it, and it's going to help you grow your business. And then, of course, I always invite a guest expert to share the airwaves with me. Today, I have a return expert who's ready to help you with your sales funnel. So don't miss this interview. You know what a sales funnel is, right? Most businesses that have a sales strategy of some sort in place have a sales funnel. It is the the route or route, depending on uh, what part of the country you're from, that your typical sales lead would travel while doing business with you. But according to Salesforce, there is a fundamental problem with the sales funnel today, the traditional sales funnel, even in the B2B, which again means business to business, the business to business space. So let's get straight to today's takeaway. Remember, I I did promise you an action item that you could walk away with, and it's going to help you. So Here's the talking point for today. Think about how your ideal customers come to your business and travel through your sales process. A traditional sales funnel assumes that the customer is following some sort of linear path from the opening of the funnel to the end of the sales funnel. Now, the problem with that thinking is the internet. Yes, the interwebs make it very easy for your customers to start their buying process without you or your measly funnel. 70% of your customer's journey is complete before they even reach out to you. They are able to avoid your funnel altogether. Another problem to be aware of is the idea that there's only one decision maker, especially when we're talking about B2B sales. The average deal has over eight decision makers, which is an increase over the last three years. So read the article at salesforce.com. That's where I've I've picked up some of these statistics, salesforce.com. The title of the article is the B2B sales funnel is dead. 
So check that out for more details on these two specific problems. And if your business, B2B or B2C, has not defined some sort of sales funnel, I really want you to listen to my interview with today's guest because she has some ideas to help you deal with a dead funnel. Drop me a line to ask at actlocalmarketing.com and I can help you with your marketing strategy. And that is today's takeaway. Please contact me. Find me on the Facebook or the Twitter or the Google Plus. Follow me there and I will follow you so that I can get to know you better. And please tell your social media followers about Act Local Marketing. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave me reviews on iTunes. They're very helpful to me. Now it is time to take our first short break, but when we get back, my return guest today, Lisa Mannion, is here, and she is stepping to the front of the room. So stay tuned. I feel so close to you right now. Tax Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back. Hey, Act Local fans, this is Kaylin Amadio, and I have an exciting announcement. Today, October 7th, 2014, I'm launching a new podcast to celebrate the realization of a dream. You've heard me speak often on Act Local about the book I've been writing. Well, that book is becoming a reality. I have a contract to publish The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media. Soon, baby boomers everywhere will have all my strategies and guidelines in one swell book that'll help them build a map to social media success. To help promote The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media and subsequent books in this series, I've put together The Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast, where boomers like me and like you can come together to learn, share, and grow a thriving business and a vibrant life. This podcast is 30 minutes in length and comes in both audio and video formats. I interview guest experts on business, finance, health, wellness, longevity, food, sex, dating, and more. You don't want to miss this next chapter in my life because I'm going to help you live yours more fully. Check out boomersultimateguidepodcast.com. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome back. This is Kaylin Amadio, and you are listening to Act Local, marketing for small business. And I want to welcome back a previous guest. It's been a while since you've heard from Lisa Mannion. She is the business marketing architect, a content strategist for mission-driven entrepreneurs and business owners just like you. She's the creator of the new marketing model for success. And Lisa's challenge, solution, invitation, copywriting and marketing formula 
has shifted and is shaping the future of the way we market today. Her relationship first approach is friendly, it's effective, and it teaches people how to create marketing messages with integrity based on values. So Lisa, welcome back to Act Local Marketing. Thanks so much. It's great to be here. It's been a while since we talked. It's been a while since the listeners have heard from you. So um, do me the honor of giving me your entrepreneurial journey again, your background a little bit. Remind everyone how you came to be doing what you're doing. Oh, absolutely. So I have about two decades of experience in the marketing, advertising, and copywriting arenas. So I've been around for a while. My business, Right on Creative, will be 12 years old in October, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, thanks. So I have a background in advertising agency work. I'm a certified radio marketing master. I have studied with some of the very best copywriters and marketing experts in the world. And I have been doing what I do and loving it for really as long as I can remember. And, you know, we talked last time I was on the show about the new marketing model for success and my simple three-step formula to create marketing messages with integrity. And that's really the basis of all of the work that I do, whether it's consulting one-on-one or it's teaching group trainings or it's writing content for people's websites or helping them with their content strategy plan. We bring it back to integrity, doing the right thing at all times and really building relationships. So important. I can't tell you how often I have conversations uh, with people who are trying to figure out their marketing, especially, you know, most of my clients are small businesses and they're in what I call local businesses. Sometimes people are confused about what I mean by that. So when I say a local business, I'm talking about uh, often I, I equate it to Main Street USA, right? Someone who has a location where they're doing business and they have probably a certain mile radius around them where most of their clients come from. That's a local business. And, you know, it's hard in the 21st century when there's so many options for you and digital marketing can bring the whole world to you to figure out your marketing strategy when really you're a local business. You don't necessarily want to have clients uh, across the world, even though it's possible If that wasn't really your plan all along, it can sometimes get uh, enticing and confusing, you know, shiny object kind of thing for them. And I'm constantly reminding them that they really are just creating relationships. I don't care what the tools are that they're using, whether it's social media, email, or whether they're going to networking events face-to-face. They are literally just supposed to be creating relationships with other people. That's what business has always been. You're so right. And I love how you distinguish between local business and online business, because I believe that we can blend the two, but we have to do it in a smart way and very strategically. And I always say there are two things that are never, ever going to go out of style, no matter what kind of business you have. That is your content, your your marketing message. And that is the strategy that you use to get it out there. So we are so on the same page. And I've worked with many different local businesses. I call them brick and mortar. And Mm -hmm. when I worked for the advertising agency or in the advertising agency arena, I should say, 
the majority of my businesses were local businesses, which is why I'm so passionate about what I do, because I can speak to the people who really are trying to hone in on their local market and figure out what's best for them to build relationships. And then I can also help them with their online marketing funnels if that's what they want to do. Right. And quite frankly, today, uh, I think they should all be doing it. I know not all local businesses have embraced that yet, but they're slowly coming around to the realization that they need to. You know, being local doesn't mean you shouldn't be on the internet or you don't need the internet or you don't need a sales funnel, you know, or some of them might not even know what a sales funnel is, I guess, if they really haven't gotten into digital marketing. And that's what you and I are going to talk about today is the whole concept of a sales funnel. So why don't you describe for people in case it's a foreign term to them, what is a sales funnel? Absolutely. A sales funnel. And actually people have them in their local businesses as well. They're probably just not called sales funnels. It's more like the sales flow or how they actually interact with customers. So whether you're online or offline, everyone has a sales funnel and it's basically where you are leading people to do business with you. So when someone either walks in the doorway of your business, there's a way that you greet them and there's a specific offering that you have within your store. It could be product, services, whatever. Same thing online. And you want to make sure that people are going exactly where you want them to go to purchase what it is that you want them to purchase. So what what happens oftentimes in the online marketing world, many people teach to create a sales funnel or a marketing funnel that kind of stair steps things for people, meaning you offer a lower price product like a self-study course. I have some of those available. And then you stair step into higher one-on-one offerings and beyond. So that's kind of how that's traditionally been taught and what the marketing funnel or the sales funnel means. And if you were to see a picture of a sales funnel, it really does look like a funnel. I guess that's why people call it that. You know, it's like the the triangle, you know. The yeah, big exactly. open part that everyone's falling into for the lower priced item, as you called it. And then they sort of stair step their way up or slide down um, further and further and further into your sales process, I guess we can call it. So... When you when you talk about a sales funnel, and I'm thinking in terms of brick and mortar, right? Can we give an example to a brick and mortar store of what a sales funnel might look like? Well, you know, let's use furniture a furniture store just as an example. So perhaps a person walks in your door and they're looking for a recliner. And that might be the best option for them. However, when your salesperson starts having a conversation with them, you might find out that really they need more than a recliner. Perhaps they actually need a sectional couch because they really need to replace some other pieces of furniture in their living area or their family room or whatever room it might be. So you actually have to have conversations and determine the best place to send people. And this is based on their needs, right? So this was based on just basically, you know, conversations, building those relationships, finding out what a person might really need. Now, it doesn't mean being pushy or, you know, trying to talk people into buying things they don't need. But if you just start a conversation and start listening and and the person has said, oh, I'm looking for a recliner because I need to start replacing, you know, the seating area in my family room, 
ask a few more questions. Well, how many recliners do you have? Would a sectional work better for you? Is there a different way that you might want to arrange the furniture in your home? So there's ways to go above and beyond just a transactional interaction. Right. And I would imagine in your in your furniture uh, example, you also get into, do you want fabric or do you want leather? Do you want a microfiber? Or do you want, right? It, that's all part of, of that process also. It, act, it absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I'm starting to get a vision of the things that we put in the sales funnel, whether it's online or it's offline. And I'm assuming that sales funnels work and that's why we should be using them. Yes and no. And here's where it gets a little fun and interesting. So I like to uh, break the trance, challenge the status quo, and engage critical thinking in everything that I do. And so when I was recently looking at the marketing funnel, I thought, you know, I get that this is what we're taught. And stair-stepping from a lower-priced item to a higher-priced item makes sense psychologically in a lot of ways. But does it make sense from the perspective of what do people really need right now and also from the perspective of profitability. Okay. So here's what I mean by that. What if we just flip the marketing funnel? Uh-oh. Now you're getting crazy. I know. Well, you know me. I, I kind of like to shake things up. So what <laughs> if we just flip that marketing funnel and we look at, you know, what is our bigger ticket item? And does it make sense for us to focus our energy on promoting that big big ticket item, filling up whatever spots we have available for that big ticket item, and increasing our profits in that way? Okay. Now, I, I think I've heard this idea before. I've heard someone say, and I don't know where to attribute it, that it takes just as much energy and process, you know, and strategy to sell the low price item as it does the high price item. This is absolutely true. And that's what got me thinking about it because I, I was, I thought, you know, I do have self-study courses and they're great. And for people who love self-study, it's a perfect place to start. But what about a person who is highly motivated, who is ready to fly to Ashland, Oregon, have a one-on-one -on -one VIP day with me, take an accelerated look at all of their business revenue streams and marketing messages and really kickstart revamping that? Why would I want them to go through a self-study course when clearly they're ready for something bigger? So here's where it gets a little tricky too. So we're flipping the marketing funnel. We're starting to focus on these larger investments. It does take just as much time because having the conversation is still going to be in place. And even though I do a lot of my marketing online, I still have conversations with people. When people become a member of the Write On Creative community, and that means they trust me with their email address to receive a complimentary copywriting action plan to improve their marketing messages, they also then become eligible to get a 15-minute get connected call with me. And that's complimentary. And in that call, we look at their biggest marketing challenge. And then I can offer a solution that actually fits with what's happening with them. Okay, so you're customizing uh, your sales approach relationship by relationship, depending on what someone actually needs. 
That's exactly right. And you know, it's so funny because it, it sounds so easy and it kind of is, but so many people are, I think, buying into the myth that if you build a website and put some products up, the profits will come and you're just going to be able to kick back on an island somewhere, you know, raking in all the profits. And that's not really the way it works. You know, and that's been the fundamental problem with online marketing from the get-go is people want a magic bullet. They want it to be easy. They want they, they really often buy into, oh, set up this process. And like you said, if you build it, they will come. And you don't have to do anything beyond the, uh, you know, the busy work that it takes to put all this together. And you don't have to talk to people. Exactly. And, you know, I think that in some cases, perhaps that could work, but I don't think it's going to create a a long-term success rate or sustainability. And, you know, you mentioned earlier when we were talking that even the local business or the brick and mortar business needs a website presence. And this is true. And their strategy may be different than, say, an information marketer or a consultant or, you know, a coach. However, people will go and look at your website and I liken it to, it's your online welcome mat. It's a place that says, hey, we're here, come on in. And when people are coming to your area for tourism reasons, traveling through whatever it might be, when they want a specific product or service or experience, they go online first now, often more readily than they look at the yellow pages. Uh, I can tell you absolutely more readily, uh, according to the statistics and and the reports, the average Yellow Pages user is something like 72 and over, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, the majority of people start their search for something that they need or want online. So you're right, a a website has to be much more than a, a business brochure. Yes. For for any local business that are having people show up, just having that sort of business brochure is not enough. They have to create some sort of sales funnel. Absolutely. Some sort of an engagement. And even for the local business or the brick and mortar, it can be simple as simple as having someone download a coupon onto their phone or print out a coupon and bring it into the store, whatever that looks like for you. The funnel doesn't have to be elaborate. It just has to be part of your strategy. And when you look at everything and you look at your individual revenue streams, each of which needs its own strategy, it might be time just to look look at things a little differently and perhaps flip that funnel. And so earlier I had used the example of, you know, I might not want to funnel someone to a self-study course if they're ready to fly to Ashland and spend a VIP day with me and work one-on-one to map out strategy. And those are the kinds of things that, that I'm talking about because it takes the same amount of time to have that conversation, whether it's a several hundred dollar investment or a several thousand dollar investment. Yeah, right. And local business owners, you should be thinking about about this. If, uh, if you're a restaurant, let's say, people are constantly looking for a place to eat, but people also are looking for venues to cater their events or to have things catered uh, at another location. These could be very big ticket items for you if you begin these relationships. But you have to be able to begin these relationships by having some sort of strategy in place that funnels people, since that's the word we're using, 
sort of through your process and into your business. And I love that you just used restaurants as an example because people are looking for a great deal. It doesn't matter how wealthy they are. Everyone loves a coupon and a good deal. So if you offer a coupon for a fabulous lunch to your establishment and you got a party of people in there that might not have come otherwise, you have the opportunity to showcase how fantastic your food is and also within your restaurant if you are offering the catering the pardon pardon me the catering like you mentioned then let people know make sure they're aware of what you have to offer that's one of the biggest mistakes that i see people making whether it's online offline in any business is educating people because when we empower people with information we equipped them with the knowledge to choose to do business with us and a funny thing happens if we don't market or advertise what we have to offer and that's nothing (laughs) so simple right i'm still thinking about this restaurant example so that means that you either train your wait staff to include in part of their conversation with the clients did you know we we cater or did you know that we can entertain parties up to 25 people for you know uh retirement luncheons and birthdays and special events right it's part of training of your sales staff so that they're putting those seeds in someone's head or if you're the type of restaurant where the manager comes around and checks at people's tables how was your meal did you know that we cater for parties up to, right? It just becomes part of your process. It does. And another great example that I have seen executed beautifully in various restaurants is the birthday lunch or the birthday breakfast or the birthday dessert, whatever it oh, might be. But great. signing people up on your email list, permission-based, of course, yep. and then notifying them you know, getting their birth date, notifying them on their birthday to come on in for their gifted, whatever it might be, dessert, dinner, breakfast, brunch, whatever it might be. So there's a way to continue that conversation. And once they have trusted you with their email address and they, and you have permission to send them information, you can also let them know about the other things that you have available. I mean, maybe they're going to be throwing a wedding soon and need it catered. Who knows? Right, right. Yeah, you have to think about all of these different alternatives that al- allow you to build the relationship. We're going back to the to the whole fact that it's a relationship. We really are. And, you know, recently I declared that we are what I am calling, the that we are officially in what I am calling the collaboration economy, where mm. people are the true currency. Ooh, I like that. And that's so true. I mean, think about it. Our whole economy sort of rides on the back of small business, and small business is is always about its people and its community. It really is. And right now, I'm seeing a really a big, big pull towards those community hubs and local communities really rallying together to support one another. And that's you know part of why and you know part of the observations that I made when I declared that we're in the collaboration economy because. People are doing business differently. People are beginning to be more collaborative in nature instead of focusing on that competition. And especially in the smaller communities or the communities at large, they're bringing people together. They're coming together to support the local economy and infrastructure 
by creating those community hubs and by cross promoting and doing some really neat things. Yeah. And cross promoting is, is a great idea too. Maybe we should talk about that a little bit because that's a, for a local business, that's a perfect part of a sales funnel that you can integrate. There are other businesses around you that make great partners for what you do so that they can be offering that first stair step opportunity to their clients for your business and you can be doing the same for them and then you're sort of pooling your resources and pulling people into a you know a joint funnel and then filtering them through absolutely that's correct there's a there's a local wine store here and i love wine i call it entrepreneurial fuel and they (laughs) they do a complimentary tasting every um I think it's, it might be every week. I think it is every week. I don't go in every week, but I do believe it's every week. And they feature a local winery. And then they also partner with a local creamery that provides cheese Uh. to pair (laughs) with the wine. So that's a great way. It's like, it's cross promoting several different ways with wineries, with the creamery, with the wine shop. It's really a beautiful thing. And it works out very well for all of them. Yeah. And if you're that furniture store, why not go to a, a local, you know, wine place and have them do a tasting in your furniture store and invite their customers to come to your furniture store, you know, to do the wine tasting. These are the kinds of things that you can be doing. Absolutely. Or partner with a local interior designer to help people get visions for the full room. If, if your sales staff isn't yet trained to you know, see the bigger picture, you might even want to have someone from one of the local interior design companies come in and give them a crash course on design as a part of your training um, curriculum to help, you know, well, fill your funnel. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, how cool would it be if, if you had an interior designer or here, here's another opportunity while we're brainstorming uh, a, a real estate agent who works with a stager or perhaps is a stager who takes, you know how furniture stores sort of set up, often they set up, you know, here's a room, here's a room. They have little vignettes, sort of, to have the stager change that vignette up and say, it could look like this. Or if you're inclined to be more modern, it could look like this. You know, and five minutes later, they've changed it up again to give people ideas, but but get that interaction going. Oh, we could think of ideas all day long, Lisa. Absolutely. We sure could. And it's so much fun. See, when you start looking at marketing and sales in a more creative, relationship-based way, all kinds of ideas come flowing. And then it does become a little bit more fun because I know some people get overwhelmed by it. I mean, it's it's one thing to be running a business. It's another thing to, to market it. I understand. I, I do both. And it can be a challenge. And I sometimes will bring in experts to help me as well because sometimes we are too close to our own business to come up with all of these fantastic ideas and just the synergy that you and I have to share all these great ideas on the on the fly with the listeners is fantastic it's uh it's really important not to get bogged down in I think worry over competition because there's really enough to go around for everyone it has more to do with who you are and what your business is about, you know, why your business is there and the relationships that you build. And that's what makes you special from the next furniture store and the next furniture store or the next restaurant and next restaurant. 
So worry less about the competition and worry more about having a relationship with your ideal client. I couldn't have said it better. It is all about the relationships. Yeah, I think that's that's the lesson here. And then when you can do that, it becomes much easier to partner with people and have fun uh, creating ways that you can broaden your the opening of your funnel. It really does. And then when you start looking at all of those individual revenue streams or whatever it might be that you're offering or the products that you have or the services that you have, you can look at that a little bit more objectively too and say, maybe I can eliminate some of these revenue streams that aren't really working for me and focus more on the ones that are that I can bring in partnerships with to create even more synergy in getting the word out. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Lisa, tell everyone how they can get a hold of you. Oh, absolutely. The best way to reach me is to visit my website at writeoncreative.com, and that's W-R-I-T-E-O-N-C-R-E-A-T-I-V-E.com. Wanted to make sure they had the correct right. Yes, very important, Write yes. on Creative. And there's a complimentary copywriting action plan to help you improve your marketing messages there, as well as tons of valuable posts on my award-winning blog. There you go. You notice how she slipped that in, her award-winning blog. Now you have to go check, right? You have to go find out, why is this blog award-winning? I think I need to go look at Write On Creative. And remember, if you couldn't write that down, you can always come back to Act Local Marketing at any time, 24-7, 365, because I never sleep. I always stay by my computer to answer your search questions, because that's every time you put something in the search bar, that's me actually hunting it down and giving it to you. You could tell I was lying, right? It's all automated. It's all automated. I do sleep. But all you have to do is use that search bar, and you can look up Lisa, Lisa Mannion, write, write on creative, right? Any of these things that we've talked about and those kinds of words will cause this particular episode and a previous episode that Lisa was on. Um, they will come up and you'll be able to find these links. So if for some reason you're on, I always say if you're on the treadmill, I don't want you getting off. You'll be able to come back and write it down later. I want you to make sure you get your workout in because I'm, I'm worried about your health. You know that. You got to get that workout in. So Lisa, it's been wonderful having you back at Act Local Marketing. Thank you for having me. As always, it's my pleasure. I love being here with you. Well, we had a good time. And I want to remind everyone actlocalmarketing.com every Tuesday afternoon, 1 p.m. Eastern, you're going to get a new interview with a great guest like Lisa Mannion, the business marketing architect from Right On Creative. So until next time, I would very much like you to take care. Join Kaylin for more marketing madness each week on Act Local Marketing. It will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Act Local Marketing for Small Business goes live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern and can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and at actlocalmarketing.com. Have a question for Act Local? Email Kaylin at ask at actlocalmarketing.com. That's A-S-K at actlocalmarketing.com. And she may answer you right on air. Make sure to include your name and business website for a free shout out. Don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about Act Local and leave Kaylin a review at the iTunes store. See you next time on Act Local Marketing for Small Business.